1: This is People Every Day. Coming up... Here are the nominees for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. It's TV time, breaking down this year's Emmy Award nominations, the surprises, the snubs, what to binge, and what to expect from the upcoming live, in-person awards show. It's July 13th. What's up, guys? This is People Every Day. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, and it is Taco Tuesday, but also TV Tuesday. Yeah, kind of random, but not really, because we're talking Emmy Award nominations today. Uh, They came out this morning, and look, I feel like television has never been more important. We're still in the midst of this pandemic, and for so many, like myself, TV shows have been just a bit of a life raft. There are so many just stinking good shows out there and so many different platforms to watch them on. And now, thanks to the Emmys, we have a reason to bask in all of that glory or, you know, complain about what we've loved on the small screen that has gone underrated, okay? And it'll be one of the first major in-person award shows we've had so far. For today's episode, we're going to delve into all of that. You'll learn about what you should be watching, but also get a lay of the land when it comes to TV consumption these days and, and what to expect at the upcoming awards show. Joining me to help with that lift is, of course, TV editor, Breanne Heldman. Hi, Brian. Hi, Janine. How's it going? Do you hear the chipper in my Yeah, voice? big day. I, it's a big day. <laughs> I will just say that Usually on Emmy
2: nomination day, I'm like sour and annoyed by all of the amazing television that didn't get nominated. Mm-hmm. And today I just feel so filled with joy and
1: surprises. Nice. Nice. OK, so first things first, though, I want to, you know, just give people your TV habits so they know where you're coming from on things, you know, because you got to there's different flavors for TV watchers. So uh, quick rapid fire questions. You tell me, do you rather watch TV in bed or on the couch? On the couch. Okay, comedy or true crime? Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, true crime. Okay, uh, were Ross and Rachel on a break or not? They were on a break. They were Okay, no, I'm team Rachel. They were on a break. Uh, <laughs> if you had to be uh, one TV character in real life, who would it be?
2: Ooh, I love that. Um, you know, I have a like real soft spot for the show Greek, which has long since been off the oh, air. Wow. But I have always. Always imagined that I would be a member of that sorority and besties with all of them. (laughs) Free Tiger
1: King, Joe Exotic, or Justice Was Served? Justice Was Served. Okay, so there you go. That's where Brianne is coming from in terms of TV. But let's talk about this show. So it is going to be in person. We got these nominations. Um, Let's just really give people, you know, what this means. This iconic Microsoft theater, it's a big step for the show in general. So tell us about how the Emmys are going to look this year.
2: Well, certainly still a lot is being figured out but they are going to be in person uh it will likely be a smaller crowd than it has been in previous years but larger presumably than it was last year in the socially distanced emmys where jimmy kimmel was basically alone at the staples center
0: if i'm down there how am i up here that would mean that no one is in the audience
2: Um, One of the other great things about this year's Emmys is we have a brand new host. Cedric the Entertainer is our host. He has not hosted the Emmys before. Cedric! That's exciting. (laughs) I am really excited. Look, Jimmy Kimmel is a great host. That's why he's hosted for many years. But it is really nice to inject some new energy into this show um but what's also really exciting is that there's a lot of new energy in the nominees too so i think we're gonna see a really fresh show that's gonna feel very different from last year's zoomies uh and very different from the years past as well.
1: And we're gonna get some fashion too because there's gonna be a red carpet and we're getting back to it, guys. We're getting back to it, but let's talk the nominations. All right, Uh, who are you most excited about specifically? What show?
2: Well, specifically, I am really excited about some of the shows that I have been very vocal and very passionate about. Getting a little love. So I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to see Cobra Kai get a nomination for Best
0: (laughs) Comedy. I went to your dojo
1: I saw your old sensei. My husband forced me to watch that.
2: And you loved it.
1: (laughs) I did love Uh, it.
2: (laughs) And the boys getting a nomination for Best Drama. Um, Pen15 getting the comedy nomination. And then um, a lot of love for uh, I May Destroy You, which... Hasn't gotten the love it's deserved at some previous shows.
1: A lot of people have talked about that. So tell me just a little bit about I May Destroy You and and um, just the backstory on that, because this is one that I'm seeing bubble up on Twitter. Like, yes, finally. Finally.
2: Um, so this, it's an insanely powerful limited series written, created, and starring Michaela Cole. And it is about recovering However, to varying degrees from sexual assault, it is both hilarious. She is very funny Mm -hmm. uh, and heartbreaking and so beautiful and powerful and just an exquisite piece of art. And I will say that part of the reason it probably has gotten some of the snubs is because it is a massive year for these limited series. I mean, yeah. really, usually everyone's talking about the dramas and the comedies, but the biggest races this year are in the limited series categories. But it is so deserving to get that nomination. It absolutely deserves to be a member of that conversation about Queen's Gambit and Mayor of Easttown. It should be right there in that chatter. And I'm thrilled to see it. Michaela Cole also got a nomination, as did some of the co-stars.
1: I've seen on so many different things, different Netflix moments. And I'm just, every time I'm just floored by her um, and and the cheekbones. Lord, uh,
2: Lord. But, um, <laughs> but the artistry like there is genius there. And if you have not watched that series, get on your HBO Max and watch it uh, and keep an eye out for her because she's not going anywhere. She's going to be one of the big creators of our time.
1: Nice. Okay, so I cut you off. Who else are you super excited about?
2: Well, look, I love Ted Lasso so, so Mm -hmm. much. And it picked up 20 nominations, including seven acting nominations, six in the supporting categories, which is bananas, but so deserved. Um, WandaVision picking up 23 nominations I mean go Marvel nobody saw that coming I mean I knew WandaVision I was gonna get some love but I didn't expect superheroes it's, it's, it's to get that it's crazy much.
1: right and 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 so of course Marvel everything around here my son is obsessed um, but we, we spoke with Katherine Hahn not too long ago about you know just the show and, and her involvement and how excited she was so I know she's like just jumping out of her skin right
2: now yeah and then Pose got a lot of love for its final season, including MJ Rodriguez, who is the first trans actress to ever be nominated for Best Actress, which is an awesome, awesome historical moment. I cannot wait to see what she wears to this big show. I think she's going to be a real contender in that category, too. It's not just a nomination and moving on.
1: Nice. Nice. Okay, snubs. What are people pissed about?
2: So I'm not that upset about much here. It's Mm -hmm. like so opposite how I usually feel on Emmy Day. One of the big surprises was Bill Camp not getting a supporting actor nomination for The Queen's Gambit.
0: He Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm.
2: been nominated basically across the board at the other shows and did not get the nomination here. Instead, we saw Thomas Brody Sangster get the nomination for Queen's Gambit.
0: Mm-hmm. Certainly
2: worthy, um, but that was a bit of a surprise. I think a lot of people are upset not to see some additional Bridgerton love. Bridgerton picked up a Best Drama nomination and Reggae jean Page for Best Actor, but, you know, it was a bit of a two-hander, and Phoebe Denever was snubbed, though it's a tough category, and I feel fine about it.
1: Were you a Bridgerton stan like I was? I mean, I loved it. I okay. gobbled it up,
2: but... Look, the shows you love and gobble up aren't necessarily...
1: The, the best ones that the
2: performances you know, on television. And this year was amazing. It was an incredible year for television. I think part of also what makes this year's Emmys really fun is everybody watched more television than they normally do. So they're more. So everyone in has a lot of opinions. A lot of
1: opinions. Yes. Of opinions. yes.
2: <laughs> but I think also that's reflected in the nominations. I think even the voting members of the academy watched the boys and maybe wouldn't have watched. The boys if you mm-hmm. weren't sitting at
1: home so if you had to tell someone to watch a show a show based off of these um nominations uh, what's the number one show you'd recommend well
2: i would assume that they've already watched mayor and queen's gambit and i would assume okay. that they've already watched the crowns and want the crown and wandavision uh so i would say um you got to get on ted lasso if you're not on ted lasso like what is wrong with you
1: got do you it, not got like it. joy <laughs> <laughs> speaking of of Jason Sudeikis speaking of him I mean just just so much love coming his way and then this is also breaking at the same time where he's opening up about his personal life, too. He spoke to GQ and he talked about splitting from yes. Olivia Wilde. Yes. Um, but he he told GQ, I'll have a better understanding of why in a year, speaking about, you know, why they, they split. And he said, and even a better one in two and even a greater one in five. And it'll go from being, you know, a book of my life to becoming a chapter, to a paragraph, to a line, to a word, to a doodle. So he's still in the thick of it. Um, But at the same time He's doing so well He's so nominated This show is just A runaway hit So 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 What is your take On on Jason Sudeikis At this stage In his career?
2: First of all I love what he said I think that's such a such so real about the end of a major relationship you don't move on that fast even if you find another relationship it's still it's still such a part of you and Mm -hmm. they had kids together so yeah he made a comment comparing elements of the relationship to a tattoo and that is certainly you know a kid is even more permanent than that But, uh, you know, I'm thrilled for him to see him succeeding. I think both he and Olivia are doing very, very well in their careers. And that is that's all part of healing.
1: Next up, more inside details about the new Emmy nominations with TV editor Breanne Heldman. Stick around. I am back now talking Emmys with my girl Breanne Heldman and of course one major surprise out of the nominations is that Meghan and Harry's bombshell Oprah interview that aired this past March on CBS is nominated for outstanding hosted nonfiction series. We've of course talked about that interview so much on the show and and I guess when I think about it, I'm actually not surprised it's being recognized. I mean, with everything that's been going on with the royal family, to have these two uh, seemingly newly defected young royals uh, just laying it all out there, it was absolutely must-see TV. Let's listen back to a little of what they shared. There are several conversations There's a conversation with you. With Harry. About how dark your baby is going to be potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Just headline after headline out of that interview. And and Brianne, as you mentioned, Netflix's The Crown, which is all about the royal family, is up for 24 nominations. Kind of ironic, uh, but let's shift over. Let's get out of Royalsville and talk about a show that is kind of the opposite of a snub. It got nominated, but a lot of people seem to be annoyed by that, right? Emily in Paris, also on Netflix. What do you make of this one getting a nod, Brianne?
2: I thought the show was pure candy and not unlike Bridget okay. in that way. I think what people are upset about is that it is so candy like, it is so unrealistic. Mm. And they were, it's reminding everybody about how mad they were when. Emily and Paris got so many Golden Globe nominations. Yeah. Especially because there had been some rumors about some, some dicey dealings and some some treats given to the very small voting pool on the Golden Globes. At the oh. Emmys, the voting pool is much larger. But also, there are a lot more nominees in that category. So I, I don't disagree that Emily and Paris wasn't necessarily the greatest comedy of the year. I think it has no shot at winning. Uh, but you know, <laughs> in a it was a big pool. I think it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna like enough other good stuff. Got <laughs> like Pen Fifteen got the nomination. It's not like Emily in Paris got the nomination over some other really great. I'm sure it did get it over really great shows. But a lot of small shows that don't get a lot of love also mm-hmm. got the attention in addition to Emily in Paris. So. I don't know. I'm gonna let it slide. It is candy. It's really <laughs> a fun show.
1: You're like, I'm happy enough. All the shows I love, I know, have been taken care of. So whatever, sneakers. Have in. I mentioned whatever. Cobra Kai? <laughs> <laughs> That was TV editor Breanne Heldman. For more on the Emmy nominations and the nominated shows, head over to People.com. And now, a blast from the past to make you smile. It has now been 20 years since Elle Woods and her little chihuahua Bruiser strutted into our lives wearing hot pink, no doubt. (laughs) Legally Blonde, starring Reese Witherspoon, hit the big screen on July 13th. 2001. On the off chance you've forgotten Elle's truly impressive bio, take a listen.
2: I have a bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising from CULA, and I was a Zeta Lambda Nu sweetheart, president of my sorority Delta Nu, and last year I
0: was homecoming queen.
1: Oh, Weeks ago. (laughs) Since its debut, Legally Blonde has grossed more than $141 million globally. It's just such a cute movie. I'm a huge Reese Witherspoon fan, as evidenced by my son's name. Don't tell my husband I said that. So, in the spirit of her iconic character, Elle Woods, if today's been tough, just try to bend and snap out of it. (laughs) I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.